Hello, Innies. Hello, Audis. Welcome to another episode of Innie Audi. And we're very excited. Oh, you told me not to say very excited. I'm trying to get better at this, but... Okay, I'm very not excited to be here. We gotta find better words than <laughs> excited or not excited. I hear that so much. Um, so... I see that your nice white sweater is now <laughs> modeled pink. What yeah. Happened? Uh, so after work, the, the boyfriend comes over to hang out and I always offer, because he always has a change of clothes, so I always offer to just wash his dirty clothes for him so we can just, you know, not worry about it because um, I'm trying to be the whole domestic wife life thing and uh, I failed at the wife life because uh, <laughs> I had gotten some new yoga-ish pants because I was trying to support a small business and very unfortunately it was very new fabric and decided to completely stain my one of my favorite sweaters as well as three pairs <laughs> of my poor boyfriend's socks so he doesn't care he proudly wears pink he doesn't really care but I still felt like not very accomplished because I should probably have this information down and actually not be lazy and separate my colors, but I just don't. <laughs> well, as long as they're not brand new, that's fine. But yeah, you need to separate stuff in the beginning. Well, I'm just not used to it because I always buy my clothing like secondhand or as mom prefers to say, from the thrift store. It's the same thing though, like secondhand, thrift store, used, whatever. Um... And so I'm just not used to colors bleeding like that because everything's already been washed so many times. I do like that about thrift store shopping, yes. Yeah, I just, it's lost its appeal to me though because, like for me, because (sighs) places like Value Village is now owned by Walmart and all that jazz. It's not cheap anymore. No, well, because I went there the other day because I was low on tank tops. Um, I keep stretching them out. And... It was like $6 for a tank top, and I'm like, well, I could just go to the mall and get one for the exact same price brand new, so (laughs) what's the appeal? Yeah, there's no appeal anymore, honestly. I've been going new as well, and you know how thrifty I have always been. Yeah, but you've had to change your mindset about that overall. Yeah, oh, mindset. We're going to talk about that today. Oh, segue. Oh, well done. (laughs) We're getting better at those. (laughs) Yeah, we're talking about mindsets today because we were having this interesting conversation um, earlier today, actually. I think we live together too much because we'll have random conversations throughout the day about very deep things. Um, and it's... You wanted to ask me a question. I wanted to ask you a question. So a friend of ours, well, sorry, a friend of yours, I should say, her daughter just recently came out as non-binary and we're like, oh, that's great. Like, you know, it's... I like that she's stated that for herself, whatever, for themselves. I'm like, what on earth is that? <laughs> I'm still trying to get used to the whole they, them. It's it's a work in progress, but as long as you're trying, that's all that matters. Um, and I was just wondering, I'm like, oh, well, how did they come to that conclusion? And mom was wondering that. And so we'll have her, uh, sorry, them come on later on uh, and to talk about it because I think that'd be a very interesting conversation to have. But my question for mom is, back in the day, I say like it was 20 years ago, so, you know, like 10-ish years ago, yeah, like 13, 14, if I had stated, you know, I'm non-binary, like what would you 
have said or thought. I would have no idea what you meant. So I guess I would have said, what on earth is that? Just like I just did. Yes. Now, because, um, like there's the LBGTQ plus. So I guess this falls into the plus. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I'm hoping maybe another episode will actually talk about definitions for each of those letters. But so non-binary, I've heard bantered about a few times recently mm-hmm. well because a lot of my friend group as well are nine are nine non-binary i can't english today no. so, so i don't even know can can you define that term well non-binary essentially means that and obviously i'm no expert on this obviously but what from what i understand in general about it is that they don't like to conform themselves to a certain gender state stereotype stereotype state you know things like that because they don't they are just they're them that's the easiest way to explain it is that they're not it's not her it's not him it's not it's it's they're them and i know that's very hard to kind of understand sometimes but it's the way that I understand it is it's very it's very difficult to be a her because you have all these expectations and all these things set before you that you're supposed to be feminine, you're supposed to be pretty, you're supposed to be, you know, this and that and this. And some, it's very frustrating to be set in this certain category. And same thing with being a male is you're expected to be very manly all the time. You can't show much emotion. You can't, and there's they just don't like to be conformed to that. So maybe they feel like being a little bit more frilly that day, or maybe they feel like being a bit more hard that day, or maybe they feel like just being a mix of both and not having any boundaries. So non-binary means that they just don't have walls around them. Okay, so... It's all about expectations and wanting to be outside of any expectations, it sounds like to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because the only, like, and obviously I'm not, I can't speak for all non-binary people because I, I don't feel what they feel and they would have to explain it better, which is why I'm very excited to talk to, to talk to them about it because, um, I think that'd be really interesting to have that conversation. Do you mean them singular or them plural? Them singular and plural. <laughs> and we can find, because I know multiple people who are non-binary. And it can be very difficult. And as with talking to all people of the rainbow community, as long as you approach questions and everything with respect, then I'm sure that they would be fine with talking about so it. So as a homeschool kid... Um, you were kind of sheltered from all that stuff. So mm-hmm. where have you gained some of your understanding? I know it's not a lot, but it's way more than I have. <laughs> well, it was probably when I was around 17 and I went to go work at Michael's, like I'd mentioned before. And it's a very artsy-fartsy community overall. And just the cashiers that I would be in charge of training and whatever else. Yes. Cause you were a manager at Michael's. Yes. So. so I was in charge of constant coaching and training and all that kind of stuff and, and dealing with any new people who would come in. And there's a lot of people who I noticed were different or they were just very out there about their orientation and all that kind of stuff, which I was like, Oh, that's really interesting to me. I've never been exposed to that before. I've never, cause it's not really talked about in the community, like the homeschool community, because it's just, it's just not. Yeah. It was a non-topic. Yeah, like you, you're not really even aware of it until all of a sudden you're faced with it. Right. 
And it can be a bit of a drawback because some people may approach it differently. Thankfully, I guess I just approached it okay because I asked them respectfully, you know, I don't understand these things, can you explain it to me? And that was received quite well. But I know some people who are who grow up in a certain situation that they're not aware of or not sure of, uh, it can be very confusing and people may sometimes react in anger or in resentment or however negatively. Are you talking about the person that might be... Not exposed to those things beforehand, so... Are you talking about parents or are you talking about... Parents, the, the kids. Okay. It's just... it's Because as we're talking about with mindsets... Everyone grows up and is taught different things, and so you develop a mindset. Correct. So, obviously, things that are around you, your surroundings, your experiences, that all changes the mindset. However, it kind of comes down to, are you willing and able to be willing to open your mind and your heart to changes? Right. So, for me, I, I raised you guys in a faith-based homeschool curriculum Mm -hmm. and for myself um when I realized that I don't know things I I just wasn't liking myself or something and and I knew I needed to make some changes and I really felt like God turned me inside out and upside down and whatever I did believe before it's like like I questioned everything like is that really true why why do I believe that or where did I even come across? Like, why? Like, where did this come from? I don't, I don't understand. So then I started to question absolutely everything. So now I'm finding that this whole LBGTQ plus thing is so fascinating. I'm like, how on earth did you get here? Mm-hmm. And it's, I think the reason that I was so open to learning about it when I had no clue about it was because there was still... I obviously had my certain mindset of growing up, but it was never so rigid to the point that I wanted to deny the existence of these people. It was simply that I just didn't know mm. about them, and I was curious about it, and so being exposed to it was in a way really good because I could find out some things about myself. And like I, I know a lot of parents, they have this weird fear that if they're exposed to the community that, oh, they're gonna turn my kids gay. Mm. that's not necessarily true um because (laughs) it's not always the case um but you still why did did you laugh i just because i i've met some people who are like oh you can't be like you people can't be around my kids you'll turn my kids gay and what's so bad about that Mm. that's my that's that's why i'm laughing it's like what's so if your kid does end up being part of the rainbow community What's so bad about it? Is that an acceptable term, rainbow community? I, I'm i still running it by, by a few people, but I'm trying to make it easier for you. <laughs> because I know saying LGBTQ plus can be a little bit confusing Well, for I really you. have to think about it. I almost do the letters on my fingers because, yeah, but I just mean, I'm for, getting used for, to it. Just for speaking purposes. I'm going to still go across a few people and be like, yo, are you cool with this? Because I'm cool with it, but I don't know what that would It might not be acceptable for... Other people. For people the, actually in the community. I'm okay. in the community. <laughs> you are in the community? Yes. <laughs> how are you in the community? I'm bi. Oh. <laughs> I love how you're, I've mentioned this to you before. 
I thought that we were past that because you have a boyfriend. Oh, goodness, Mom. Okay, here's a good example of uh, <laughs> of explaining things. So just because you're with a certain gender doesn't necessarily change who you're attracted to. How do I explain this? Um, who you're attracted to. I guess that makes sense. So the way I explain it is for the reason that I'm bi is because I don't care about the physical body it comes down to the connection and your interests and your spiritual interests and all that kind of stuff so for me I don't care what physical body there is it comes down to if you care about each other as people Hmm. so I don't know I just it's never really just it happens to work out that I have always just had boyfriends that's just how it's worked out so you guys are not identifying as a gender and you're not... not I wouldn't say that to everyone. Only non-binary people don't identify as genders. Because I identify specifically as female. Okay. There might be days that I feel like dressing a little bit more masculine, but I'm definitely female. Okay. I know, I'm confusing you so much right now. <laughs> But essentially, it's just... The I just f- think it's a new understanding of, of your sexuality and you don't want to be pigeonholed into something. Essentially, yeah. Because, like, like it's hard to say because in, in certain regards, I probably would never tell grandma and grandpa that I was gay. Or I say gay as an overall term, but as bi. Because they would have a very, 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 very hard time with it. I'm having a hard time with it. (laughs) I didn't spring us on you. I've mentioned this before. (laughs) I just thought it was a phase, but okay. Yeah, and that's what a lot of parents, homeschool parents, seem to think too, but it's not... I just think it's a new understanding Mm. of of how... Because in in past generations, you don't really talk about it. You don't talk about your sexual self, I guess. So I just feel like it's new language that you guys are choosing and yeah, I'm just, but I, I, also, I don't get it yet. I also don't really necessarily want you to have this mindset that is sexual and that's it. Right. Because for a lot of people, it, it honestly isn't about sexual stuff at all. It's purely about companionship and thing, other things like that. Well, because for me, yeah, I would call that my girlfriend. My girlfriends are my girlfriends. And I still say girlfriends. It's just for like, how do I explain this? This is so difficult to explain. Um, the difference is that like, like I'm definitely a one person person. Sure. <laughs> and it just happens to work out that my forever person is a boy. A man, I should say. <laughs> you probably wouldn't like it if I called him a boy. Um, but it's, for me, it's the fact that like, I just, if I have a genuine connection with someone, we really click, you know, I, I have great times with that person, they really understand me, they take the time to, to treat me well, and I treat them well, and it's just basically, like, if, replace Brandon, but it, Brandon's a girl. Same thing. So, how would you have a family? Adoption. Hmm. I mean, considering my health issues, I might have to have a due adoption anyway. Hmm. So, for me, there really isn't much difference. So, plus there's uh, a lot of situations, and I obviously this is not for, you know, all bi or lesbian people, but there are 
some girls that I know who have been just very, very, very terribly treated by previous people, men, and they just don't feel safe with them anymore. Mm-hmm. So I won't get into that more deeply, but um, that's not necessarily the situation for me because my person, forever person, is a male, but <laughs> but um, it just it can get very confusing very quickly, I know. Hmm. But yeah, so I, that's why I say, like, I know a bit about the community, but I can't speak for the whole community. But you still identify with the community. Yes. That is so interesting. I just learned something tonight. <laughs> about me being bi or... I think so. So, yeah, that's fine. Moving but, along. But yeah, so, like, kind of bringing back to the first question I had, if I had mentioned this to you, like, I didn't know until, like, 18, 19-ish... If I had mentioned that to you, yeah, I wouldn't have known what to do with it. I still don't know what to do with it. Well, but you're still hearing it. You're still accepting it. You're still learning about it. Because I feel like previous years, you would have just completely shut down and been like, okay. And just would have brushed it off. Mm. So how am I expressing openness right now? The fact that you're not just walking out the door. Okay. That's the difference. And it's... And this is this is in regards to other, like, moms who are dealing with this. Not necessarily homeschool moms, but all moms. But, like... I'm not saying you have to throw... You don't have to throw a, a gay parade. You don't have to be like, oh, yeah, I'm down for the people and, like, whatever. But as long as you show the same amount of love towards your child, no matter who they may be with or who they're interested in with, who cares? Like, a lot of these kids are thrown to their homes they're completely shunned from their families because of who they happen to be and Mm. that just breaks my heart so yeah so I have to find a new way to love though because you you you're clearly telling me something that I I would not have been able to accept before no so that means that I, I think it just I it reminds me of a dream I had of um where just spending twenty minutes with your twenty something kid and just allowing you to talk. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what these podcasts do allow us to do as well, is just explore some of that inner stuff, even though you are an outie and I'm an innie, but but I feel like there's a difference because when we just talk just regularly at the table, you know, sometimes we get into little tiffs because we interrupt each other or we get mad at each other or whatever where I don't know in this this method I feel like it's almost just a more calm conversation right you're almost in a different mindset to be willing to hear different things sure so and I'm also more willing to answer questions and to take the time to Mm -hmm. try to understand because sometimes I get frustrated very easily so so 30 minutes is good yeah it's a good amount of time but so, like, mindsets overall, like, and that's why, like, there's, I don't think that you need necessarily need to change everything about your mindset, because certain aspects of mindset is important. Like, some aspects of my religion have never changed. I still think that you need to treat everyone with love, even if you may not like them, even if they've hurt you, whatever, because there's definitely been some people in my past who have hurt me quite badly. Do I want to love them? No. <laughs> but... At the same time, I'm doing my best to not hold resentment. 
Well, I think we need to heal before we're even capable of doing that. You have to heal to a certain point and yep. get that crap out of your spirit. And then that's where it's like that base part of my mindset will never go away because you have to keep that part of you, like especially the good parts. I definitely think that my mindset over time, like as I got introduced, introduced to the community, I got rid of a lot of previous bias mm-hmm. and previous just really awful thoughts. Mm-hmm. And that helped me to just feel a lot more comfortable with who I am and just not be willing to put up with certain things anymore. Yeah, so if you can find somebody to talk out loud to, I think that's really helpful. Mm -hmm. So I remember talking to some of your friends and just listening, Mm -hmm. asking them questions, just, you know, being willing to allow them to talk about stuff that's been bugging them and just help them get it up and out Mm -hmm. and just in general it can be difficult to open your mind to that and I just we'll talk about this in a later episode but I just really want parents to be able to be comfortable with creating a safe space for their kids to talk to them about stuff because for me one of the scariest things ever because I felt like I I could talk to my parents about pretty much everything but there's just certain things that I just was so scared about the reaction that I just never wanted to try. For instance? Well, like when I found out later on about the whole like late teens, like funny about the whole being bi thing, I was like, I didn't mention it for such a long time, but I also knew you weren't quite ready. Mm-hmm. So um this may take a long time for people to reach that point of being comfortable. Well, I don't know if I'm ready yet. <laughs> you don't have to be fully ready, and that's okay if you need to take time, but at least you're willing to try. Hmm. And that's literally all I can ask for. Like, I don't expect you to be, like, flinging open the doors and throwing rainbows everywhere. Like, that's not, <laughs> that's not really what I'm expecting of you. But at the same time, like, I know I can say things now because I don't feel like you're just going to throw me out the door. But you've never felt that. No, I've never felt that. But a lot of kids don't have that. Hmm. Which is really unfortunate. Hmm. But, you know, things take time. And that's okay. Sure. Yeah. Mindsets are crazy. I don't know. I think that... Our time's almost up. I think that... um, Just overall, I'd like to see what people's mind like how how people came to the conclusion that they're non-binary and whatever else what are what's everything else well like whatever they happen to identify as or what are the what are the options (laughs) there's so many don't ask me to list all of them well list a few because okay we'll go over the lgbtq plus to cover the basic ones because like there's a million trillion flags please google it because i'm not educated enough to, to state every single one the main ones that I know um, are, so L, lesbian, B is bi, G is gay, LGBTQ, <laughs> LB, L, is I'm trans. confusing myself already, LBGT is trans, Q is queer, queer and then GTQ plus, plus, and that's like pansexual, non-binary, what is pansexual? Um, pansexual. So it's a lot of people would debate that bisexual and pansexual are the same. They're not. 
So bisexual is someone who don't, don't like generally doesn't really care if it's male or female, where pansexual doesn't care if you're male, female, trans, bi, mm-hmm. whatever, anything part of the rainbow. Okay. So I'm sort of debating if I'm technically considered pansexual, but I think I'm more so just bisexual. I feel like you would be under a lot of pressure to decide. What do you mean? Well, it's like you, your generation needs to be not male or not female. So are you... like? Uh, maybe that has something to do with a lot of the mental illness. What do you mean? I'm so confused. Well, I just feel like... Everyone needs to be a, a sexual of some kind. Or something. Like something not that's not male or not female. Like you have to be something else. Yeah. I mean, okay. So, warning. There's going to be some controversial statements being said. Um, so, someone who's part of the community... I obviously don't speak for everyone else. Again, everyone's different. But... There's a thing right now happening where um, a lot of these younger parents are basically trying to really push the idea of being um, the opposite gender or being non-binary, a lot of kind of stuff on their kids, and I really don't believe in that. Um, it's hard because there's a lot of fads going around. If you're in middle school and everyone else is doing something, you're going to want to do it too. Mm-hmm. I don't think that it's necessarily good to so instead of a clothing fad we've got a gender fad yeah so it can be difficult because i don't want necessarily want to tell my kid you're wrong for feeling this certain way because if my son came up to me and said hey i feel like a girl it's hard to say okay but is that because of your schoolmates who are all who you know who that fad's going on or is it because you genuinely feel that way So then that's where it's like, I think it would come down to, okay, when you're 15 and you still feel like that, or you're a certain age and you've been feeling this for consistently for a certain amount of years, let's really address this and see if this is a fact and and true. Mm -hmm. Because if it's a fad, you'll feel it sporadically. Like they'll mention it, like not, like maybe they'll be like, oh yeah, I feel like it. And they'll go, I don't feel like it anymore. Oh yeah, I feel like it. It'd be very sporadic. So gender confusion, though, must be a real thing. Yes, it is. So the difference, I think, between a fad and real life is the fact that if it's a fad, they just kind of, they, they'll just state it and they won't, they won't actually make actions towards it. They won't feel that way truly, where I feel like if it's... But peer pressure can do Peer pressure, some... yeah. Peer pressure can do a lot because mm-hmm. uh, if I was to tell a bit of a story about a, a friend that I had... Um, this is not, I don't know if we mentioned this in the previous one or not. The Sam story? I don't remember. So my friend Sam, uh, she found her people in a group of primarily transgenders. And I, that's great. I'm so glad she found a friendship group. But in her mind, she's like, well, in order to fit in, I also have to be transgender. And so she began the process of switching genders, like female to male. And it was like she had taken, like she was on medication for quite a while. She was taken, like she was taking all the stuff she needed to take. And it was partway through that she was like, I actually, like I know, like I, I am a female. Like I definitely am 
a girl and so she stopped it but it still permanently like lowered her voice voice. it altered her voice it all so and that's where it's like i i get where the confusion might be and that's where it's like you really 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 want to make sure that's how they're actually feeling in comparison to just a fad I don't think that denying them altogether is good either. I don't think you should just be like, mm, no, you don't feel like that. Try again in a couple years. But I think that it should be acknowledged and then be like, okay, well, like, let's keep an eye on this. It gets very complicated. Well, it kind of reminds me of having a tattoo. Like, you think you really, really, really <laughs> want it. And then... It's a permanent alteration of your body. It's a permanent alteration of your body. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. It's actually... Yeah, good way of stating it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think our youth are living in a very difficult time. They are. I think this is very tricky to navigate, and you need people that you can talk to about this stuff. Yep. Whether it be, um, you know, close people who are close to you, or maybe a therapist, or whoever. Because I don't, therapy, like, therapy is not for the crazy. It's for people who just genuinely need someone to talk to. And don't think that just because they're a therapist, they're going to know everything. Find the therapist that's right for you. Because mm. I had a hard time finding one that was a good fit for me. Right. Anyway, so that's our time for today. But we will continue with the LGBTQ conversation and maybe bring a friend along to have a good talk. Oh, that'd be good. I think that'd be a good conversation. Now the, the question is, which, which friend? <laughs> I guess whichever one happens to have time. <laughs> That's true. Whatever, whoever has the open availability. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. If you'd like to ask us any questions, then please send us um, an email to anyoudi at gmail.com. So I-N-N-Y slash O-U-T-Y at gmail.com or leave a comment below bye innies bye outies take care bye